from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. Hello everybody and welcome to Legends Look Back. Proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network. This is a Star Wars books podcast where... When we're not talking about uh, Star Wars on the live podcast every Thursday night at uh, youtube.com slash utini, we're organizing our cassette collections where we're also going to talk about our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays, and tonight I'm joined by the most fashionable man in the galaxy or at least Southern California, Freddie C. Hey guys, just here wearing my fast food shirt <laughs> is that what it is yeah it's like fries french fries and i love it like hot Glorious. dogs there's a hot dogs in there it looks like numb. a bowling alley carpeted wall nice like in a yeah, i can see form. that yeah or like the intermission for movies yeah <laughs> yes Freddie, it looks like the the nickelodeon show from the 90s called kablam did you ever watch kablam? <laughs> I loved kablam yes i was a big fan of kablam and then they had the uh I can't remember. They were like superheroes and not very, they weren't very super. Yeah, they were action figures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Action yep. team. Um, now? Close. Action team now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. We are also joined to tonight by, well, let's be honest. He's not as fashionably dressed, at least above the waist. Rick Grace. How are you, Rick? You know what? Just for that, I'm going to show the world this picture. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, my astronaut helmet here from my freshman year of high school. Yep. Man, is that a motorcycle helmet? Yep. So uh, it's like, oh my goodness, it's it, so it rough. glistens, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> the sun just can't quite capture it. But uh, I'm gonna brace yourself because we'll we'll turn from uh, from that to, to my beautiful self. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm here. I'm here. And, I like your shirt, Rick. Hey, thank you. I, Oh, I like those the schematic shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I had a cool. Millennium Falcon, but it's like two sizes too small. So we're all glad that I'm not wearing that one. <laughs> I've got that Falcon shirt. It is the best shirt in the I galaxy. Think we all do. Yeah, right. <laughs> did you guys see the, the the musical number that the Star Wars show did about that shirt? The never replicated, totally original red Millennium Falcon shirt. We'll plug it <laughs> yeah. in, in the Discord. Like everybody's wearing the shirt and they're doing like this dance number. Long live the Star Wars show. RIP to the Star Wars show. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. You know, <laughs> funny thing about that shirt, uh, when I was at Celebration Five, there were all original shirts. Like if you had a shirt on, it was an original, it was rare. Like looking at it, you could say, Oh, that's that one shirt from that company, blah, blah, blah. It was like very unique shirts. And then Celebration 6 is when the mainstream started getting back into Star Wars. And you would see that red Falcon shirt everywhere. I was like, I'm not wearing that one this trip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, hey, I, I, I know what you mean, Rick. Mine, I don't know if this shirt has shrunk or if I have yeah. grown, they, but it's probably it's the shirt. Terrible craftsmanship <laughs> is probably it. Yes. Because I have if the same experience. Shirts these days I know. keep getting smaller. All right. Here's this. the conspiracy. Think about this. Rick just said he doesn't fit into his anymore. Yeah. And I'm saying I don't really fit into mine anymore. Yeah. Seems like seems like there's something wrong with the shirt. Am there, I right? there is correlation that definitely is, you know, causations in there too somewhere. You know, you know I'm how- gonna dig mine out. 
we're gonna test this theory in 2022 Next, please do <laughs> first I episode 2022 wait. we all wear our red millennium falcon yes. shirt ready is gonna get nope. pumped before then and you know be all like mine's big on me guys what's your problem it's <laughs> so weird it doesn't fit Not around my biceps sure. anymore <laughs> dude you i know, like... also doesn't fit into their clothes anymore our pregnant oh. co-host emily daybeck <laughs> Hey, living the dream, living the dream over here. It has been a really exciting week. I actually got to film with Emma from the Cosmic Force. And I think that episode is actually going to air this next week. So if you're tuning in online, I think it's episode 34 for them. Oh man, that's exciting. Um, What did you guys do? Yeah. So we read um, Jedi, the dark side. It was a series of like five comics produced in 2011. And so we read oh, the series love and those. discussed them. Yeah. So we, we asked Jared for some recommendations. And so we picked uh, one from the list that he sent. Wait, and I recommended very those? Interesting. Yeah, you did. I don't did. remember that. That's cool. You did. Way to go, me. <laughs> Unless you didn't like them. Um, <laughs> you'll have to watch the episode to find out. There were things that we loved and there were things that we talked about. And um, we had a great time. And then we also met with uh, the High Council here at Utini, and we've got some really exciting plans for the next year. So I can't talk about them right now, but it was a really a high point. Awesome. We, we met for like three hours, and we've just got a ton of ideas. So stay tuned for some of that coming at you in 2022. Nice. Very cool. The, the thing is, Emily, I didn't, y'all didn't tell me you, you chose that one. Uh, what I would have said was, in order to fully appreciate them, you actually had to read the 19 19- book series the jedi apprentice series we mentioned at the top of well, the show we talked about that they and we tie said into that we're, those. we really want to read those yeah because in doing okay. some of the research about one of the main characters that came up and we are are both very interested in that series yeah so you learn about qui-gon's love life that's right hmm. with well, a, a we didn't learn about that in this series but a we'll blind find jedi. <laughs> a right. blind jedi cool I'm not making this stuff up but I'm very excited for that episode I feel like honestly you fall in love with a blind Jedi that's so qui-gon it Honestly, is, Emily, I tuned in last night, very excited to see you on the Cosmic Force. Oh, no. And when then was very disappointed when you weren't. <laughs> well, that's good, I guess. <laughs> it was still a good episode. It was <laughs> wonderful. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Was it was great. I, I think that's the only show we've had where there have only been two hosts. So we both kind of commented that it was interesting because uh, we're both used to three other dudes on our shows. <laughs> so like, you know. We just had a lot more to converse than we thought we did. So it's good. Exciting. Yeah, that is true. That you, the dudes tend to talk you know, from, from experience. <laughs> that you is know. something that I have heard. You know, theoretically. You chatty Cathy's. <laughs> theoretically. Well, I'm very excited for us to have a little bit more time tonight. Not doing a round table. We are going to be playing a fun game here in a little bit. Um, do have one last chance here before the holidays to show off any last acquisitions that we have picked up because I got something today. Mm. Today. Jared, you're I, moving. I know. <laughs> Why are you I, buying I, things? You're going to know when you see it, Emily. It is a, like, when you see it, you have to get it kind of thing. I feel, I feel is, like Jared is, is the box? anti-Emily in terms of moving. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I'm moving in like a week, but check this out they're very thin they're very thin they're gonna they're gonna my wife doesn't know about them yet so like they as far as she's concerned they don't exist the jocasta knew like they do not exist they're gonna go straight (laughs) into a box she'll never know about them um they were very cheap that that thickness that thickness freddie you're gonna love this you ready 
Go ahead. I went to the record store today to buy a case for my bass guitar so mm. that I can move it efficiently. I did what not a get that. Oh. But I did get this. <laughs> wow. Oh, the that Star is Wars so cool. Punk album Man. from Miko. Um, what is going on? <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Please yeah. put that down. Put it away. I need I need we to don't... listen to that. Have you guys heard this? This music <laughs> no, is I've legendary. never heard this. Uh-uh. So it's 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 a what? funk Star Wars album. They take the Star Wars themes from 1977 and uh funkicize them. If if that's not a word, it is now. So it's like, da, it's dance music. Da, 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 da. That must be what they're doing on the cover. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're doing the booty bump. So it's, mm. it's Cloud City Boogie. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's like Very close. That's all it is, Emily. Don't you worry. It's just a booty bump. <laughs> sure. But they're in like spacesuits. They're so clearly not Star Wars y spacesuits, though. No, no they're, not at they're all. science. They're sci fi. Those are sci fi spacesuits for sure. Like the They're like sense. boogie down spacesuits. <laughs> don't you want to go to Dagobah? Don't you want to? There we go. All right, guess what year I'm waiting this came for your out. record, Rick. Oh, thank you. I'm working on it. Guess 19... the year. Guess the year. Uh, let's see. 1979. That's a good, good You're guess. Close. You're close. 77. 77 is correct. It really? Good yeah. Yes. That's you have fresh, redeemed yourself man. from our uh, Fact and Fiction episode. <sighs> yeah, 77. <laughs> 77 itself so like star wars is just breaking into the public yeah. consciousness i also did pick up this mm. bad boy boom oh, that's the beautiful. star wars vinyl actually it's not the original soundtrack it actually if you look closely says music from star wars but it mm. still looks good i'm sure it's going to sound even better how about you guys any new acquisitions yes but freddie go first yeah so uh this is a a gift, actually, yeah, this is a gift. This is the first edition, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, what do you call this thing? Giant cup. A tiki mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tiki mug, and it's got the Battle of Endor right on there with the uh, Death Star. You've got some Rick. Rick, you're gonna love this. Look at this little battle here. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, and of course it's got the pew, pew. Ewoks on the bottom with ATSTs. It's amazing. Uh, That's beautiful. Yeah, honestly, one of one of the best things I've received in a long time. So it's that part awesome. of my Thracken's thrift store. I'm sad I didn't get that on my trip to uh, <laughs> my trip to uh, Galaxy. There's hot chocolate in there too. So yes. oh my goodness, that's delicious. <laughs> I just found out today that my brother, when he went to Disney World, he was able to get a reservation at Oga's Cantina, but the only thing they had was 9:30 a.m. So he started drinking at 9:30. And you he had three, three cocktails um, before 9.30 a.m. or before like 10 a.m. or something because like there's a limited window and he couldn't go back. So yeah. he regretted it later, but he had oh, a good yeah. time at Ogos. <laughs> On my trip, I think I only had one because it was like mid-afternoon. I'm not a day drinker and I might have had two, but it was what's, – what's amazing though at Ogos, Freddie, you have to let me know when you go next time is – and we're trying to go together in May. Yeah. We'll see if it happens. Um, the kind of people you can meet and interact with and like the camaraderie you can have at Ogus with other Star Wars fans is, oh, is that's spectacular. Mm. Just don't that's talk exciting. about anything controversial. The prequels, the sequels, <laughs> the expanded universe. Don't talk about anything Star Wars. The actually. original tr- just Yeah, just, just talk about Star Trek while you're there. That'll be fun. Oh, Rick. 
Boo. Oh, wonderful. Is. Wonderful. How about you guys? Any new acquisitions? I got something. I got to say, it's going to be hard to just show up Freddie and myself. I got something. <laughs> okay. Challenge accepted. Wait, tell me you have the same oh, man. This is no, no. Is it a pillow of Jared's hair? <laughs> yes. It's a pe- pillow of Jared's hair. No. Uh. <laughs> gross. That's disgusting. Oh, gross. Uh, okay. High school Jared hair. Yay. <laughs> this is getting weirder. Okay. Um, so, yeah, first of all, I don't have every Star Wars book. I think I have at least one copy of every adult Star Wars book. There's an asterisk there, too, because some of them are, like, ebooks only, which I think I have most of those anyway. But, like, I have a lot of books. But every now and then I'll find, like, a good deal or I'll find something that's, like, kind of more rare. And I might have a copy of that book, but not that copy of that book. And um, there was a book-ish um, that I didn't have, and I was looking for for a while, and I found a guy who was selling this book from Germany. Um, it's a book that you can get in America, but he had it for a good price. We actually worked out a really good deal. It was a lot lot uh, less expensive than I thought it was going to be. But I got... I think I know what it is. Oh, yes, the Ooh. best. Yes. Oh, it's good condition, too. Hard Better cover. condition Ooh, that's than mine. great condition. Yeah. It came from Germany, and it survived, and it's beautiful. Uh, For our audio listeners, he is holding up the yes. Dark Empire trilogy hardcover, and yes. I, I'm salivating. Mm. I'm pretty it's happy so with it. so crisp looking. I haven't put it on the shelf yet. I kept it on my desk just to, to hang out with it a little bit. and you know. Rick, that's like a $300 book. I got it way less than that. Good uh, for you. But Holy I'm cow. very happy. Yeah, man, that, that is thing amazing. has gotten so rare. The Thrawn trilogy of that exact same style mm-hmm. is so incredibly hard to get these days. Mm-hmm. And it used to be right there on the bookshelf of our college town, Rick, oh, at, no. in the bookstore. And I just remember looking at it and thinking, oh, I've read it digitally. There's no reason for me to <laughs> no reason for me to pick it up. Now that it's $900, I wish that I had picked one oh, up. <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Is this why y'all collect? Is because you think yes. that every book is going to become <laughs> like your retirement fund? I would no, say retirement fund. I collect fund. because I love it. Shun yeah. the non-believer. Shun. I'm just trying that's, to understand. That's the thing, right? Is is the justification of it is, oh, yeah, I can retire off this book. But it's really, I want this book. It's going to stay in my collection forever. I'm never going to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> and your grandkids are going to be like, man, what in the world? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to donate the these to Goodwill. We should do like a Legends collecting episode one of these days, Ooh. like all like the ins and outs of like the the, the rarest Legends books and some of the mm. hardest That's to find ones, idea. some of the trivia. Um, I think it's in a planning document that I've had from a couple years ago. We haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> uh, the fact of the matter is, I think that that treating them like uh, an investment to yeah. then let accumulate and then sell is 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 gross. I think it's gross as mm. a Legends fan because yeah. it's like people trying to make money off me. Yeah. Mm. What what I do, Emily, the, my perspective on it is this. We're about to go off the rails here. We got to get back onto the segment here in a second. <laughs> is I want to own the Legends books that I love in their best possible format, mm. like the most collectible, beautiful, pristine, um, in something that will stand the test of time. Isn't going to wear down. I can loan it to friends and they can read, and it's not going to Mm-mm. get messed up. I want something that is the best possible uh, preserved version of mm. the Legends books. Does that make mm. sense? 
Yeah. I, yeah. I follow, um, I, yeah. I've loaned my books to some, I, mean, I, I work with teenagers, and so some of my <laughs> students have borrowed books, and they've come back in not good condition. And so I'm actually building a loan library. Um, I do this now too. Of yeah. books, yeah. Like I've yeah. got, I've got a hardcover of Canon, but I'm also collecting some paperbacks of Canon that I get cheap, so that I can loan them out and be like, hey, read this. And paperbacks, I have some redundant copies, and I'm like, yeah, you can read this copy. It's fine. I have it wrapped in like three layers of plastic covering and all that. Should be good. <laughs> my my Dark Empire, that one I've loaned to so many people, and now I regret because I realize how valuable that sucker's gotten. Oh, Nobody man. else. Uh, had a friend named Esther, teenager from church, last Ooh. one to ever read it besides me. It will never g- go into anybody else's hands besides mine till Man. the day I I don't share die. any of my books. Uh, Freddie, <laughs> uh, has everybody gone on through Atkins Thrift Store? Anybody else have uh, collectible this year? Nope. Okay, Emily, Emily do you have a special the... edition down there too to beat Rick? I don't. Rick, that I was... did go to the thrift store, but I, we are, I have very limited shopping options here. And being Christmas, there's just lots of other things that I'm spending my money on lately. Um, but right. we'll see. We've got the Utini uh, gift exchange coming up at the end of December, so that should be fun. You should get I a know. a better fake George Lucas autograph to one me up. That would friend. be wonderful. I would love <laughs> love a fake George Lucas autograph. Every, I'll hang it somewhere. Every collection on needs one. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know in the chat. Let us know in the Legends Like That Discord channel, everybody, if you get something uh star warsy something legendsy especially for the holidays we would love to share in your joy obviously there's the collections channel but you know if it's especially legendsy we would love to share in the love we also have some fun legends things coming up on the horizon in the larger star wars universe that we want to help you be on the lookout for and that is especially in the world of video games. There's a couple of things that have happened lately that we have been quite excited about. Rick, do you have some pictures of these? In the game, Galactic uh, Galaxy of Heroes. Oh, no, back this up. Here we go. Uh, yes, go, go to Sword Tour. Go to Sword Tour. There we go. Okay. The first one you oh, had wow. pulled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is this week the anniversary, the 10th anniversary of Star Wars, oh, the man. Old Republic. And I am That's proud insane. to say... I have now finished the Jedi Knight storyline, have made it through the first couple of expansions, made it through the Rise of the Hut Cartel. I am on Shadow of Revan, and it opened with a bang, an absolute bang. I'm having a blast. It is, to me, not as good as Knights of the Republic, hands down. But the environments are very beautiful, fun fun world to live in. Hmm. Yep. Very fun world to live in. Have Not as it, fun as Star Wars Galaxies, but uh, <laughs> I did <laughs> I did wrap my mitts around it for for actually since the beginning. Played the very beginning, got some some high level armor, everything. I mean, I was I was doing real well, and but it wasn't as as immersive as I had hoped it would be. But it's still like really immersive and a lot of fun. Hmm. Uh, it's really just a time commitment, and the reason why I haven't touched it in a long time. But it is I can't believe it's been ten years already. 10 years at this point it's aged kind of like a ps3 game which for somebody who loves like retro n64 games a ps3 game looks really nice it it takes a huge turn toward better graphics and smoother gameplay once you get into the expansions after the main story Mm -hmm. they're a lot smoother and they're still developing this game 10 years later they they have new holiday um storylines and 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 
items you can buy right now for the 10th anniversary. They're, they're rolling out new content, new legend stories still happening mm -hmm. within this game to this day. I think it's mm -hmm. a huge legend sleeper hit of a game. I mean, yeah. I'm still working on it. So jury's out. I've got uh, three or four more days to finish the Shadow of Revan story. But uh, I, do, I mean, a, a Revan story that mm -hmm. I have yeah. not fully engaged with yet. It's very exciting, isn't it? Uh, that I is would exciting. play that. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to check it now, out. In the world of Galaxy of Heroes, however, you don't have to have a you know a big time gaming PC to play this. You can have it on your phone. There are four Legends characters that have just been rolled out within the last couple of months in recent weeks, still being rolled out in the weeks to come. I gotta admit, I'm in over my head talking about this stuff because I don't play the game. Mm. Uh, one of my best friends, however, is a, an absolute massive addict and is always showing me the battles he's doing, and I'm like, eh, it's not canonical. <laughs> Why would Darth Vader be fighting against, uh, you know, what's somebody he would never, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Like, why would this ever happen? Not, didn't happen. However, now they've got some Legends characters in there. I gotta admit, I'm enthralled. First and foremost, we got Dash Rendar. Shoulder pads, Dash man. Who else we got, Rick? Let's see, Starkiller. Ooh. Yeah, Starkiller's wow. now in the game. Very exciting. Yep. Man, I like that. That's awesome. It says down there that he he will pair with Juhani. Looks like we've got some, uh, huh. we got some some uh, nice little Republic characters in here too. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Darth, Darth Talon. Darth Talon, George Lucas is favorite. <laughs> exactly. Is that what you're gonna say, Freddie? Yep. <laughs> oh, look at that, Darth Nihilus. I like, I like Darth Nihilus. That's for sure. And Always most, I would fan. say, the one who has caused the biggest splash in the Legends universe is who? Emily. <laughs> Mara Jade, of course. Uh, a lot of people have been popping into the Legends book, Legends Look Back Discord channel in the last couple of weeks to say they're excited to have Mara Jade in the game and what all is involved in getting her or using her. I couldn't tell you, but I love the fact down there in the bottom it says that Synergy Suggestions, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, cool. I mean, how perfect is that? Thrawn fighting alongside Mara Jade on your phone. Mm. The uh, interesting people thought thing. Legends died in 2014. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that's that's the thing, right? It never did. But it's interesting that that Mara Jade is a character of the Emperor's hand, right? Like that's the version mm -hmm. of her that you're getting. So she's got that dark. Oh, towards good her, point. Which is going to be interesting. Hmm. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Very cool. Yeah, I'm very excited to see just a little bit of Legends love being shown by the big guy over there in. Galaxy of Heroes. Galaxy of Heroes. Is that what it's called? Galaxy of Heroes? Did yeah. I mess up the title? Yeah, that's right. What's the game you play, Freddy? Star Wars Galaxies. And that's different than Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, Star Wars Galaxies is a full-on MMO RPG game. I knew that. So, I just The titles confused me in classic yeah. faction. I mean, I wish it was still... I mean, it's, <laughs> it is a thing, right? It's funny because I was looking at some of our old Utini uh, messages because I've been busy with school and, and I saw something for... Star Wars Galaxies, and there's a server, a private server, that's having a huge event. They're doing so much work to it. I've been getting really involved. Um, oh, cool. That you, now that you bring it up. <laughs> yeah, very excited to see. Uh, hopefully you can give us a tour of what exactly yeah. is Star Wars Galaxies uh, before too long. We've got something in the works. Very excited for everybody to get to take a peek at that. But before we move on into the main show tonight, we have one last piece of, piece of Legends news that we want to give a shout-out to, and we're going to do so very delicately. Very delicately, because it's a little spoilery uh, for the new comic series that was just released last week. Emily, why don't you tell us about this? All right. <clears throat> so we've got a big Legends character returning to canon. 
and Crimson Rain number one. Is that the one we're talking about? Yes. Okay. Um, we will give it a month and then we'll discuss it in more detail. But I've read this. All right. Crimson Rain number one. We just took the picture here. <laughs> I've read it. Somebody tagged me before this thing even um, was available to the public. And they said, Jared, you're going to have to pick this up day one. Because there is a Legends character that's coming back into canon here, and I cannot wait for you to to, to know about this. Hmm. And I just sent back, like, the big eyes emoji. Like, you have piqued <laughs> my interest. And this is all I'm going to say. I'm going to give one hint. One hint. So if you don't even want a hint, tune me out for 10 <clears throat> seconds here. One hint. It's a very mild hint. Here it is. This is a character you can smell coming a mile away. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. Interesting. That's all I'm going to say. Freddie, interesting. Any guesses based on that description? You can smell. I almost don't want to give a guess because I feel you like smell it's a spoiler. coming a mile away. Okay. Freddie doesn't want to guess. Yeah. I, I feel like if you don't know what the answer is and if I, I think I know what the answer is, it's going to be awesome. That's for okay. sure. It's just a name drop, but it is a big name drop. Yeah. A big name drop. Absolutely. I, I had it spoiled for me. Um, so. Oh, no. So don't okay. say Rick. That's okay. Let's, yeah. let's, give it, let's give it a month. <laughs> okay. When we come back after the holidays, people will have had a month to read the new comic if they want to. I've got some people here who are just doing doing Legends, not going to touch canon. That's fine. Um, I, I try to stay up on all the, all the canon stuff as well as getting into some lesser-known Star Wars classics. One of them, however, I know several of us are reading right now. A big shout-out to the Legends Books Discord channel over there. The Eugenian Discord, uh, I think Rick's reading this alongside us right now. We're in the middle of The Hut Gambit mm -hmm. from A.C. Crispin. Mm -hmm. uh, I had just finished my final exams for grad school last week and then really dove into this. It was one of these where like, I could not put it down. Mm. It's just like every spare five minutes I can find to get in a little bit more of this book I'm doing, and it is delightful. Mm. I, there's huts eating frogs. <laughs> huts... <laughs> making Han Solo look, look like an idiot when they change their pronouns like it's 2021. I mean, this book yep. is, it's got so many Legends Easter eggs. Mako from Dark Empire is in this thing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I hadn't read it. I've only ever done the abridged audiobook. I'd never read the whole book. Mm. And it's not disappointing. So very excited for us to get to these before too long. Mm. on legends look back rick anything else you want to say about the hut gambit before we move on i haven't gotten that far into it but yeah it, it's definitely i really like just the feel of these books they're fun to read and uh i'm still emotionally recovering recovering from paradise snare a little bit <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh devastating yeah yeah, but, yeah uh, that's for sure so i haven't now, i've kind of been afraid to get in too far into hut gambit <laughs> Emily, in the early days of utini emily emily though being new to the show goes farther back with utini than any of us Yep. Yeah, even helped pack the book Somehow. boxes. <laughs> I did. Did you ever pick up any of the AC Crispin Han Solo books? Did you read Paradise Snare, any of these? Um, I didn't read them. Um, the only one I read, I think that was the physical copy, was Lost Stars. Okay. Because I came on board. Well, I didn't come on board. I like read the book right as we stopped the book boxes because... Um, they kind of weren't that sustainable. Was a thing. <laughs> they were really, really fun. Uh, I packed a lot of them. I thought the, the Thrawn book was the one that stood out to me the most. I was like, I want to read more about this blue dude. As it, as it should, but, uh, let's be honest. As it should. <laughs> I mean, he's a striking character. Fascinating. I uh, love him. 
but I don't remember a ton of the other things. Cause again, I wasn't a fan yet. I didn't know what to look for. Um, it wasn't until after I read Lost Stars that I started paying closer attention. <laughs> well, it was in the early days of Utini that the AC Crispin books really were made a big splash amongst the staff. Um, Car- uh, I almost just fused Corey and Charles into one person named Carl's. <laughs> Carl's. They don't exist. A bunch but of Carl's. Super good at doctoring. <laughs> yeah. Charles and Eric both love the AC Crispin Han Solo books. So would that be uh, very excited? Sorry. <laughs> very excited to be to be diving into these there's a character named Gar- gareth garrick garrick right no garrick's my name garrick's your name i don't think gareth shrike there it is oh ga- so no it is it is shrike gareth garris 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 that's it yes it's every time i read it i just picture rick looking all smugglery um shooting people <laughs> in the back smuggling um, some drugs you know, uh, I was picturing him in a too so small I, Millennium Falcon shirt. Too. Would I be the bounty hunter then, going after Rick? <laughs> you do have a lot of helmets, Freddie. I do, definitely. I do. Well, I'm very excited about what we've got going and for tonight. He's a bounty hunter. We went over this last episode, conspiracy theory forming. So I'm watching. We did talk you. about the bounty hunter. We did with the will and everything. Well, I'm very excited about what we've got coming up tonight. Uh, Rick has spiced it up for us with some graphics we've got here on the live show. Yes. Very excited to throw all of this your way. Before we do, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Lightspeed Skipping Legends Edition. I'm very excited about what we've got going forward tonight. This is a fun kind of idea that Emily pitched to us a few weeks ago, which was, hey, what if we did something just kind of loose and fun? It gives us all equal opportunity to be able to engage on a book. What if we go in the style of that uh, that old school Patreon exclusive podcast that we had going? What was it called? Lightspeed skipping? Lightspeed skipping. Absolutely. Rick has uh, glamorously exited out the show. <laughs> Long live lightspeed skipping. Will it return? Will it make a comeback? We don't know. We don't know. It's uh, It's been on hiatus for the year of 2021. Uh, but big plans for it to return. Some people even said it was their favorite Utini podcast at the time. Was that because I was on it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, we have had 10 different shows in the history of Utini Podcast, so hmm. sometimes it's too many. We make them a little bit seasonal. But we're going to include Lightspeed Skipping as a segment on tonight's episode of Legends Look Back. We are going to go around the horn. We are all going to open up to a random page of a random Star Wars book, and we're going to talk about it. It's hmm. going to be fun. Some of us will have read the book. Some of us won't, and it won't matter because we're going to speculate on what we think is happening. I love it. And we're going to kind of invent <laughs> our own story around what we think <laughs> is happening if you have read the book you're welcome to participate along here with us in the chat but don't say honestly this is what really happened <laughs> give us a little bit of time to just riff on it it'll oh, be a lot man. of fun you're welcome to riff alongside with us what's fun freddie is you said at the beginning of the show you actually had no idea what we were going to talk about uh do you feel like you've got a clearer idea now freddie i uh, will figure it out <laughs> we'll figure it out <laughs> freddie uh, showed hey. up right before the show rolled in and said let's do it i don't know what we're doing but let's you do know- it all I saw was the list of the books, and I had to go through my library just to make sure I had everything there. I was like, okay, okay. A couple of these I haven't read, which is going to be interesting, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I have none of these books, so please don't ask me to turn to any pages. <laughs> I did not yeah. know that was a prerequisite. It's it's, it's not. not. Rick's, Rick's got the books. He's going to read cool. them. We're going to list. you got to be a good <laughs> listener. There's always Google Books preview, possibly, if you type in the page number. Will it work? I don't know. But uh, it's a possibility. 
Now, I do want to say, do want to say, of course, if you would like access to listening to the old episodes of Lightspeed Skipping over on Utini's Patreon, they are there for listeners of a certain tier. Couldn't tell you which one, but they are there. So before we do that and spin the wheel, um, just want to make sure that all the technology looks like maybe uh, things straightened out a little bit. All right, we're going to go ahead. And uh, Rick, I believe you've got the wheel yeah. for us. We've got 10 you- books. Tell us. Tell us what the 10 books are that could be possible choices for tonight. Indeed. So we have Darth Plagueis. We've heard of that one, right? It's a good one. Uh, also Crucible. Uh, this is Galaxy of Fear, Planet Plague. Oh, that's that's the real rogue book, I think. Yes. I'm excited. Knight Errant. Uh, let's see. This is Order 66. It's uh, yeah, Clone Wars novel. Uh, Lando Calrissian Adventures. Uh, Star Wars oh, Galaxies, no. Ruins of Dantooine. <laughs> oh, no. Choices of One, uh, Jedi Search, which I think is the only one that's part of a series out of those ten. Uh, the rest okay. Yeah, I think so. I read that one about a year ago. We read so. that one on for the show, actually. Oh, that's nice. right. So, you ready to spin? I've read maybe... Oh, you have Crucible in here. Interesting. Seven. Oh, yeah, Crucible. Interesting. Crucible. Six or seven out of the ten of these. So, even I haven't read them all. You've got a couple of like heavy hitters, like everybody, you know, oh, yeah. for the most part, most people will touch these sooner Order or later. Order 66. And then there's a couple here that uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, yep. And spin the wheel, Rick, and let's see what we got. It's a great Alrighty. list, Rick. Thank you. Uh, let's see. All right, here we go. Oh, we're jumping right into the deep end. Going. What is it? Galaxy oh, of to... Fear, oh. Planet. Oh, no. Plague. <laughs> Yes. Oh, uh, no. Plant so, uh, plague. All right. So be before good. we... What is that Goosebumps cover? What yes, it's in a... the so world? I cannot wait till we get to more of these during the next Halloween special. But uh, <laughs> they are exactly what they look like. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a Star Wars version of Goosebumps around the same era. Yeah. Whoa, that's really cool. This is actually from my duplicate pile. So if you want to buy this book, uh, it's going to be... I'm just kidding. All right. So page... You got another picker for So us. don't do the page yet. Let's okay. talk about the book okay. just a little bit. Gotcha. So Let's he's talk. jumping the gun with his technology there. So it looks the like gun. there's some kind of slime creature involved. A slime creature involved. I want to ask, has anybody read this book? I've read a couple of The Galaxy of Fear, but never The Planet Plague. Uh, I can't remember the one that we read on air. Uh, I've only read a couple of them. There, I, I can't remember how many there are, though. What? In total. Okay. There, it, there's a decent amount. Now, Freddie, I think you and I read the first one in this series for the show, like a Halloween or two ago, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was that where there was a doctor doing operation on people's brains? What was the name of that book? First one in the series. I'm just oh. waiting for Jared to notice my faces. He's not even paying attention. Yeah, no, he's not I'm at all. looking up Can information on this book, Rick. <laughs> Galaxy uh. of Fear. Okay, so. Where we, it's a great it cover. Eaten, it was eaten alive, wasn't it? Stormy. The one that we read. Yeah, yeah, on... yeah. We read that one for the show. I'm not even sure I finished it. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> it was definitely rough. Definitely rough. Okay, uh, this book came out in 1997. 1997. The author is John Whitman. The cover artist is Steve Chorney. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, here's the <laughs> the basic summary: When Hool decides to visit the planet Gabindi. Even a warning from Tash's anonymous Holonet contact isn't enough to change his mind. Let me just 
clarify the fact that in that one sentence, <laughs> the first sentence introducing what this book is, there are four made up words. <laughs> read it again. Read it again. <laughs> I could barely follow. <laughs> no, I, I like, even have the back of the book to read along, and I have no clue what he said. When my wife and I are on a road trip every now and then, I'll beg her, I'll like convince her somehow to read a chapter of a Star Wars book to me. <laughs> And this is always what happens. First sentence is total nonsense. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Mithron, you what? <laughs> All right, so when Hul decides to visit the planet Gabindi, even a warning from Tasha's anonymous Holonet contact isn't enough to change his mind. Ready? <laughs> clear? Perfect. Everybody got it this time? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Goodness. He's determined to study the planet's ancient ruins. For Tash, <laughs> it's a chance to discover what her mysterious uncle is really up to. Mm, that sounds really creepy when you say it like that. Nefarious uncle here. It is getting everybody's face just got red all of a sudden. Oh. It is a oh gosh, it is a seasonably what? <laughs> seriously warm day here in Massachusetts. All right. On Gabindi, <laughs> Tash thinks he's discovered an imperial plot to spread a terrible virus across the galaxy. All right, this book is canceled. Yep. It's canceled. Uh. Irises, nope. So it's... Don't want it. Okay. Oh man. But when, COVID. but when Hul assures her that nothing is wrong, Tash is relieved. Can we can we say it's it's Hule? Hul. 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 Hule. I literally have spit on my computer. From that spit right there. All right, uh, but listen to this. All right, so it's there's actually a paragraph skip here. Um, when Hul assures her that nothing is wrong, Tash is relieved. Text break. For a little while. Next paragraph. Oh. When a big brown bump appears on her arm, Tash is scared. Has Hul lied to her? Is he working with the Empire? Tash knows she must discover the truth. Meanwhile, the bump on her arm is getting bigger. Mm. That's the publisher's summary right there. I love it. That'll sell books. The bump is getting bigger. I mean, what a technical word to use there for your Star Wars books. (laughs) Science fiction. Technical term bump. Huh? Big what was the bump. name of the city? That was so. That was uh, Gabindi. Gabindi. Oh, there was. Uh, what was it? There was in in the first one, eaten alive. There was a character by the name of Borgormius Gog. Oh, or Borgimus Gog. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Gabindi. <laughs> that is good. All right, so what else we have to do here? Only only Freddy has read this book, and even then, it's a maybe. I have not read this one. Ago. Yeah, I've I have not read this one. <laughs> so we're we're at an zero for yeah. four on none of us having read it. Awesome, it. love that. <laughs> I don't, Rick. So congratulations. Oh, thanks, man. You got me one up. Apparently, I, I have an extra you... copy if you want one. Uh, for you, probably twenty five dollars. I think. I <laughs> I have two or three of that series, but I've not like seriously tried to collect them. So um, very excited to see what we're gonna find out in this bad boy. Let us know in the chat if any of you have read this wonderful book with its big brown bumps mm. so rick you've got a you've got a spinner for us how many pages are in the book and then enter that page number into your number generator we've got 125 pages and i think we're ready to go tell me All when right. to stop so, spinning let's spin that wheel and stop 67 67. page 67 so rick you're the only one that's got the book pulled up here for us uh looks like freddie's thumbing for it there as well so rick in your uh your best rick have you ever had to read a text before a crowd before yeah oh yeah go ahead and uh (laughs) 
does it professionally. My mom so, was, a, uh, was a literature teacher, and she used to have me come, like, shame her seventh graders when I was, like, in second and third grade and read, like, high school-level books to the her seventh-grade English class and be like, y'all need to be reading better books if my third grader can do this, you know, stuff like that. It's great. It was a terrible that my mom. That explains everything, Rick. Explains everything. I'm also an only child. So, Have I mentioned that? On, okay. Um, on my side, chapter 16 is two pages. What? A nice fast read. Yeah. So you might as well read the whole chapter. Just well, kidding. I'm actually on a different. I'm on a different. Uh, different page because I'm in chapter nine. It looks like. Oh. What? Yeah. Sixty-seven. You're probably at location sixty-seven, maybe. I don't know. Or somewhere the pages got wonky. Um. But uh, are you All ready? Right. You're ready page for 67 this. 67 in Rick's book. All right, I give Rick the keys to this Star Destroyer. Oh, dear. Yes. Go ahead and let it rip. Thank you. I'm so so proud. Um, will you call me Grand Admiral for the rest of the episode? No, I will <laughs> okay. not. All right. <clears throat> this is mid-sentence, so y'all buckle up. Much as I hate to admit it, this code is far too complex for my programming. Then why do you keep trying, she asked. The droid shrugged. If I had a cipher droid, I would make use of its talents. If I had a protocol protocol droid, I would request its assistance. But I do not. I only have my own programming, so I use it to the best of my abilities. DV stopped, pressed a button, and the screen went blank. I believe I am done for now. I must go and see how Zach is doing. Note, Zach is spelled just like Zach Efron, I believe. Uh, it's Z-A-K. It's just glorious. Um, so... Yep. All right. I'll come back as soon as I can, Tash said. No, Tash, DV said. Master Hool's instructions were that you should come back to the ship. You should wait right here until we return. Right, she replied as DV slipped out the door. Tash passed through the main lounge and entered her cabin. Dropping into the chair at her computer, she powered on and tried to catch a link to the hollow net. She wanted to talk to Forceflow. Whoever he was, he obviously knew hmm. something about Gobindi. Yeah, whoa, that just got so much more complicated. We're not done yet, <laughs> not done, about two-thirds. Holonet access denied. Tash typed in a command, searching for the cause. All off-word transmissions prohibited by order of the Imperial government, government due to increased pirate activities in... That's all you get. Oh, no. Interesting. What? Oh, man. That could what? not possibly have been a worse page to read. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Tash. I tried to Tash make it good, is... but nothing, nothing, nothing there. Yeah. Tash is uh, mm. just trying to get on Reddit, trying to figure <laughs> out what to do. and The Wi Fi is too slow. Wi Fi is too <laughs> slow. All of a sudden it cuts off, and there's possibly protests happening outside. And Who knows? DV <laughs> sounds like a really sassy, snippy droid. You it know. does. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second. There's a trope in Star Wars of having a, a sassy, snippy droid. Mm -hmm. what do you, yeah. what do you, how do you guys do with this trope? I, I go back and forth from finding them charming to finding it infuriating. Mm. Is it is it too cliche? It's for the children. It's for the children. The, the I, sassy droids are for the children? Yeah, always. R2 okay. and 3PO were originally for the children. You know, they were... Our, our 3PO especially, and then R2's Bebops were totally... I mean, what adult is going to be like, oh, yeah, Bebops are an intelligent way to communicate? You know, so, like, they're... In my book, they're for the children. And the prequel and sequel trilogies, they also had their elements that are for the children. And as adults, nothing really we can do about it. 
says I. It's my bold opinion. It's a good, it's a interesting question because they, they, they give like a different character perspective, right? Like you've got a lot of serious people around you and then the droid is just a droid. You can make that person like the jester, right? Who comes in and just ruins the moment. Just like, I'm like you. Yeah. yeah. Or, or you have like the hero droid, like R2, who is, who is the ultimate sidekick, right? Mm-hmm. Always has your back, always going to be there for you. Kind of like Bubo in, oh man, I don't even know what it is. Um, it's, what is that mythology? You might have taken a class with this. The Bubo, the, the Greek, the Greek owl, hmm. Athena, I think. Oh. With that, that sidekick who's always going to be there for you no matter what, thick through thin. Yeah. Uh, never going to stab you in the back. Like, kind of like your dog, right? Never going to stab mm-hmm. you in the back. Yeah, that's all I got. I don't know. So, in, in this, it seems like we've got the uh, funny, sassy droid who is, someone in the chat said, is probably programmed to wash dishes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Doing more than its program it should be doing. <laughs> all right. What's the name of the, the droid there, Rick? DV. DV. DV Galaxy. What's your take on this trope, Emily? Is um, is it too is it too much? Like, all right, we need a Star Wars story. Let's get a couple kids. How about an orphan? Uh, a villain <laughs> dressed in black. Bounty hunter. Okay, did I hear bounty hunter? Yep. Uh, oh, what's this missing? Throw a sassy droid in there. Oh, that's right. We got to throw a sassy droid in here. Perfect Star um, Wars mix. <laughs> I like it. I personally love sass. Um, I think it's hysterical. So really, it doesn't matter to me most of the time who it's coming from. Um, I think that it serves an important part of the story to have a character that isn't necessarily emotional, because then they can be the comic relief. They can be kind of like the foil. That they, they can like they can serve a lot of ways to like contrast the human and non-human characters mm. in a book. Um, so yeah, I like it. I think it works. I think sometimes it can be a little overly done, but I don't know that I have seen many examples of that. I think most of the time it's, it works well. I'm going to read this one sentence because I'm looking (laughs) at this book and I I just can't help it. I have to say it. You ready? Then we can move on after this if we want. I'm not sure I'm ready based on that. uh... Inside the ziggurat. Tash turned away as the Rodian finished transformation into a blob. Okay, that's way better. Mm-hmm. The Rodian transformed into a blob? Transform in a ziggurat? Yeah. So, Isn't that like a, a pyramid? I think so. I'm pretty yes. sure it is. I, I just recently did a whole deep dive onto the mythological, like religious history of ziggurats. So... I won't get into it now. What I will do, however, is post a picture of DV9 into the Legends Look Back Discord channel because it is one sad-looking C-3PO droid. Oh. It's got oh, way no. too much of a nose and mouth. Oh. It's like it looks like he's wearing podcasting headphones, though. So there's that kind of a, a podcasting droid. I, I I do find that the trope of like, oh, every story has to have a sassy droid a little bit. Hmm. A little bit frustrating, in case you can't tell by my leading question. Um, <laughs> it's got to be splashed in appropriately, otherwise it's it's kind of a rinse and repeat, copy paste sort of thing. That's right? true, definitely. But now, some of them are round and they roll around and they're adorable. 
And some of them were abused by their masters, and so you can't help but like feel bad for them. Yikes. That's true. That, no. Then you've got Bebo. I love him. Yeah. Wait, who? What's his Bebo? name? Uh, one sec. Freddy's Googling something. Yeah. Come back to me. <laughs> I'm... He transforms into a blob. So people are trying. There's bumps, and then there's blobs. Yeah. Those are great so... words. Bumps on skin of what I assume is human, because the girl on the front is human. And I'm assuming that's Tash. How do you know that wasn't the Rodian? Yeah, so <laughs> hold, hold on. Which, which, which exactly are the characters? There's a, a guy and a girl, right? Tash and... Zach? They're brother and sister, Zach and Tash. Okay. They're right. like teenagers, right? Sure. Freddie and I did these books not too long ago. We did like the yeah. first one as so a way of talking about are, like the Star Wars goosebumpiness of it all. Are they a series <laughs> that you need to read in order or are they just like episodic? Yeah, you don't have to. You could, I mean, you could probably read two, two chapters and be like, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like Stranger Things <laughs> where people are turning into blobs and it's, then I'm assuming you know the blobs come together into a mega monster at the end. Think of like your exactly. So think of like your your traditional horror films, The Blob, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, simple things, right? Like a zombie, right? So just simple, simple fun horror. That's exactly what it is. It's mm. simple fun horror. Oh yeah, simple um, fun horror. Yeah. Bright that's, green. That's blobs. really it. <laughs> you don't have to I'm think together. too much about it. Each book has its own like kind of fun. A jaunt and they're, they're quick reads i'd say an hour or two um what's cool is they've got like their own individual com contained plots so one like to get cornered by a rancor like that's the whole story mm -hmm. another is in this particular story we've got um th this one sounds like it's dealing with this virus plot so the idea of like this this uh contagious disease and, and then I'm trying to think of any other notable ones in the. This one's Planet Plague. Like the, the title basically said, it says it all. It's still yeah. a contagious disease. Where can you think of any? Oh, there's another good one, The Brain Spiders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Freddy. Book, yeah, The Brain Spiders. The, book seven in the series hmm. has The Brain Spiders. Uh, mm -hmm. They're just brains. In, okay, here we go. The most enlightened monks don't have bodies, they're just brains in jars. Brains in, yeah. brains in jars that walk around on robotic legs. What's so dealing with the Bomar monks from Jabba's palace? It's like there's a whole yeah. book about them. Hmm. That, so that's that's when you see um, Jabba's palace. Uh, for those who don't know, those spiders walking around, those are monks who have placed their brains into like those spider bodies. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. So yeah. a fun a fun series, especially if you want if you want to know more about the Bomar monks, which like they're featured in the Book of Boba Fett. Um, the Bo Book of Boba Fett trailer. So they're in there. Mm -hmm. They're going to be in this new show. You want the legends, history of the Bomar monks? You go and read Galaxy of Fear 7, <laughs> The Brain Spiders from 1997. Now we do have a request here from the team, which is, all right, hey guys, none of us have read this book. Let's roll this sucker <laughs> one more time and see if we can get our hands on one more Seems of these like books. like we figured that out. <laughs> so we're going to roll it again. We're going to roll it again. We got a few <laughs> minutes here on uh, the Galaxy of Fear book. We're going to try something a little bit more Notable. Go ahead and roll it again, Rick. <laughs> Ooh. Choices right, of one. We got a Mara one. Jade book. We got, three, we got a Zon book. 
This one came out. Let me do a little bit of searching here. I'm thinking 2011. Do you have? Does that sound right to you, Freddie? It does. Yeah, choices of one. This is written by Timothy Zahn. Uh, fun, funnily enough, this actually has two different covers. Hmm. So Rick is holding up the what I like to call the Amy Poehler ah. cover, um, <laughs> where she looks like an angry Amy Poehler. Oh my goodness, you're so right. I never noticed that with a but redhead, right? Yeah. Um, this one was the hardback. Now they re-rolled it when it came for the paperback. The hmm. paperback has a totally different cover, which is got a, a more full body of Mara Jade there. Uh, Skuma Joe there says it is 2011, and he met Timothy Zahn that year on the book signing tour. Very Ooh. cool. Whoa. That's awesome. Awesome. Very much so. Very much so. It is actually the sequel to the book Allegiance. Allegiance or Allegiances, Freddie? Is it uh, plural or singular? It's singular. That's right. Allegiance. So it follows Mara Jade and the 501st Legion of Stormtroopers. Not the costuming troop. The in-universe Legends 501st. So Rick, roll us with a page. What do we have? How many pages total? Uh, there and... are 355, looks like. So let me put that in. All right, we are ready to roll. You ready? I did want to ask uh, our history with the book. Who all has read this one? I know I have, but I've forgotten it. So there's that. Yes, <laughs> haven't, haven't forgotten read it, yet. it completely. Haven't read it. Not yet. I, I read Allegiance's, Allegiance twice, once on mm -hmm. its own. And then once as a refresher before Choices of One, and I've already forgotten what happened in Choices of One. <laughs> yeah, I've, I read That's, this back when I have the hardcover, read it. It's been since then. So it's a real years. glowing review for the book that neither Freddie nor I remember. But it's been <laughs> 10 years, 10 long years, and the last two years have basically been 20. So mm. there's an excuse. All right, what do we have, Rick? Let's, let's uh, have at it. All right, here we go. Okay, page 263. Okay, so we're deep in the plot. A little spoilery <laughs> if you've never read Choices of One, though you won't have any context for what's happening here. Sounds like, I'm, interesting. like a song number 263. Number 263. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else got this one handy? Uh, no. Let me check. I I've doubt it. Why? All right, you got it, Freddie? Yeah. Freddie's going to do the reading this time. All right. Uh, it's going to be probably different than yours. Uh -oh. I got to swipe all the way to mine. I'll go ahead and read this one. And if we have another one, you can read that one. How about that? Do you yeah, have to good. swipe? This is going to be our last, but I'm not doing this again. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're, you're done. done. <laughs> all right, let Freddie read it. Let all right, yeah, yeah. It. I'm barely at 72, guys. You should go ahead. <laughs> you have to swipe one page. You have to swipe there's one page. There's a go-to setting, surely. Um, Freddie's a pirate version. over here with this book. <laughs> oh. All right. You're up, Rick. You're up, Rick. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> the sound went on for a solid five seconds, accompanied by an utter silence from the men gathered outside. Luke braced himself, gripping his lightsaber tightly. Uh-oh. And then, with a sudden, violent crack creaking from the hinges, the storage compartment lid was flung open. For another moment, the comlink was again the only sound Luke could hear. He held his breath. The comlink went silent. Well, is this Stellacag? Sounds right. Stellacag said into the rigid stillness, a bitterness in his voice that sent a chill up Luke's back. At least now we know where Skywalker and those stormtroopers went. Seems they've got our spare blasters. How do they get the drop on Cofter? Someone demanded. No, wait a second. 
I want to see what they did. With a swoosh, the lid slammed shut. You want to do an autopsy right out here? Stella Keg snarled, his voice muffled now by the closed lid. Where anyone can look out of those windows up there and see that we're lugging around a corpse? And never mind the blasters. There are more where those came from. Mix, get in. Everyone else, get back out of the street. I want Farouz, and I want him now. What about Kofter? Someone asked. We'll take him back and deal with him when we've finished the job, Stella Kag said. You just find Farouz. And Skywalker? Oh, yes, Stella Kag said, almost too quietly for Luke to hear. You find him, too. The land speeder leapt forward, the acceleration shoving Luke back against the body beside him. He took a careful breath. So far, the gamble was working. Skellicag's reaction to a dead body in his land speeder had been to get it out of sight instead of pausing to investigate more closely. Until they reached their destination, and probably even for a while past that, Luke should be able to avoid detection. Now, if only Lerone was right about them heading to the place where Farouz's family was being held. Sliding his lightsaber back into his sash, Luke stretched out to the force for calm and settled in to wait. Wow, just, okay. What? So wait, <laughs> was the elephant in the room? Scallywag. The Skellicag. Michael. Skellig Michael. <laughs> yeah. Skellicag. Skellicag or Stellicag? Stellicag. So who was in the... Like, Luke was in the cooler with the dead body. Uh -huh. They're smuggling Luke... Why does he have a lightsaber out in the cooler with the dead body? For light? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds dangerous. For its glowing warmth. <laughs> Wait, so um, after that wampa, he's like, I bet this warm body's this body's pretty warm. <laughs> or oh. Tauntaun. <laughs> I taunt thought they smelled the bad. Oh, they're outside. <laughs> no, is, oh my are they going to do an autopsy in the back of a movie view? <laughs> There's all kinds of things wrong with this. They're just casually, you know. Why are they doing you know. an autopsy? Is that like a joke? Like, oh, we don't want to accidentally spill a dead body out in the. But great question from Griff in the chat. Why is Luke in the cooler to begin with? Mm. I'm ready yeah. to stick this book in the cooler. That's for sure. <laughs> no, kind of like uh, the Friends episode where they have to put the book in the freezer because it's scary. Yeah, The Shining. <laughs> the Shining. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this book at all. It's This is crazy. <laughs> I, I, what I do remember is it's kind of like there's the Luke and Han Leia plot, mm -hmm. and then there's the Mara Jade plot and the her stormtroopers. And yeah. then they converge, but Luke and Mara can't meet. They have to like mm -hmm. skirt around each near, other. Near because misses. It's great. Yeah. It's a near miss because they have to meet in Heir to the Empire. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like they think see about each it, other from a distance. But that's, that's as the close cool thing. as they get. That's the cool thing. That's how cool Zahn is with this book, is he he makes it he makes it so that so that those skirtings feel like ah, oh, like no, they can't, but you really want them to interact but you're going to see that later on uh it's it's a real fun read now that i remember how some of it goes and uh it it was a refreshing big three kind of book right you've got han uh luke and then of course chewbacca doing his thing too um it's a fun it's a fun book for sure yeah there's a number of books from that era late legends also kind of like in between a new hope and the empire strikes back that are really just like fun adventures yeah. This one, Allegiance, which precedes it. And then um, 
Honor Among Thieves and Razor's Edge. Like those are all really just good, lighthearted. I would consider them beach reads. Yeah. You just chill, nothing too crazy, right? It's hmm. not gonna make you ponder the brevity of existence like the Darth Bane books will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean there's nothing like you know, joking about autopsies to okay, well, there's <laughs> that. And, and you don't have to deal with the uh you don't have to balk at the the uh pervertedness of uh Prince Shizor either, right? It's a fun read, you can get through it without politically being yourself. Well, if you want some perversion, uh, the hut gambit I might oh, recommend. Goodness. It's got some stuff. Oh man. It, well, it, it really, really does. does. Yeah, you gotta watch those uh urethras, man. They really get to you. <laughs> what was that? Um, from? I was referencing. I, re- I was, was referencing your, your your me. Yeah, you misspeak. Yeah, the planet Elysia, and you said your Elysia. There it is. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah, for somebody joining the stream tonight. I know. I know. Rick is making an inside joke. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it didn't really land either. Very good. Just a few weeks ago. Yeah. I forgot what planet the Talanda Till were from. Uh, well, actually, we're about to ship Rip, Rick off to the planet with the Talanda Till. What's that, Rick? Uh, they're not from Elysia. That's just where they have their operation. Because aren't yeah. they Narhada as well? You can yeah, be so from they're... there if you have lived there for a number that's, of that's years. True, that's true. I'm <laughs> they don't originate. Species. Their species don't originate from that planet. You're right. So the huts basically uh, have a subspecies, I guess you could say. Right? Like in hierarchy. Little and, and it's the... Yeah, and it's those <laughs> folk, um, telepathic writers. Yeah, <laughs> and as some... Joe says, that was his very favorite Legends Look Back moment ever. Well, <laughs> tell you what's not anything from yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who else cool. has not said it yet tonight? Freddy's <laughs> I'm gonna pass on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I want a t-shirt on the planet urethra. (laughs) Make it bright pink, like our Legends Look Back tank tops. Those came out way pinker than we anticipated. You are correct. Talanda Till are Nalhada species from Nalhada. Nalhada, okay. Now, what's fun is I discovered my new favorite Legends planet. Did you guys see this in the Discord? My new favorite from from the, uh, the Han Solo trilogy, from the Hut Gambit. My favorite is... Narheka. <laughs> so nice. not not Nalhuda, not Narshada, not Narheka. Not a uh, Gobindi either. Gobindi is a good one. Yeah, definitely, good definitely a good one. Now I do want to give Rick a shout out. Everybody, give Rick a virtual round of applause for for deftly handling every name that came up in that page there oh, on two sixty. That was a lot. Bag. Make it till you make it. There was a bunch. I think they're stormtroopers. I think they're the five hundred first legion. Though oh, it could be. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It could be like pirates or yeah. scoundrels of some sort. I, I, I feel think like those they were threw the... dice on the naming for some of these people. Sure. Like, okay, if we get a six, it's going to be an S. Yeah. If we roll a two, <laughs> it's going to be an A. We need, need a couple <laughs> vowels at least. There was a, a Cofter, Stellacag, Mix, with two Ks, um, Feruz. I do wonder. Yeah. If if uh, Zahn used one of those Star Wars name generators, oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be fun. Now, actually, actually, Leland Leland Chi, Leland Chi, the guy, the uh, storybook with Pop Doggo. Leland Chi is like the keeper of the holocron. Yeah, he makes up a lot of names. Hmm. Oh, okay. And a lot of names have been 
a lot of characters who haven't been named yet that were in the cantina scene, for instance, were named after people in the audience of a celebration hmm. with their name. No kind of just way. Like okay. Yeah. So we might have uh, a Fermo- Fernando Contreras and uh, Fernando Scallywag. Scallywag. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, we there is a fun little tidbit here. If you like Timothy's on, like most of us do, fun thing Rick and I were just talking about before the show uh, that launched last night. Audible, uh, the audiobooks site, just put out an interview on their YouTube channel. Uh, it's both Timothy Zahn and Mark Thompson, the audiobook narrator, interviewing one another for 25 minutes. So they go back and forth, asking a question at a time. Mark Thompson is wearing a Grand Admiral's uniform, looking fly. And uh, in there, Timothy Zahn actually discusses his process for coming up with names hmm. and how he has to keep them from not sounding too much like one another. So uh, it does a great job. That would definitely be <laughs> yes. a fun little tidbit. So let me ask you guys something we do on Lightspeed Skipping, something we can do with this game too. Well, the two books we've talked about tonight, let's start with Planet of Plagues. Uh, <laughs> how does that reading make you more interested or less interested in wanting to read that book hmm. i feel like we really fully figured out the book in that one page <laughs> i'm pretty sure <laughs> but it left on a cliffhanger <laughs> it did yeah well i, I mean say... blob people yeah. no mm-hmm. that one's still yeah. open-ended i i do have the curiosity that says like i have not finished that legend series and the completionist mm. in me is like i've got to read the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Definitely. I, I think for me, it's it's like uh, I'll do it for every Utini Legends Look Back uh, holiday special, right? Like that's that's when all the galaxy appear. I have a reason. Next Halloween, it's going to be in in Freddy's uh, basket next to the Reese's. <laughs> I feel like go. the number of pages really tells you a lot, too, because that only had 125 pages. We were on page 67 and seemed like we were kind of in the thick of it, like Usually younger books mean more juvenile plot lines, like more like young adult or like juvenile book, uh, simple things. Um, So I think that one was easier to kind of get a grasp on the book as a whole. And there were some tropes, sassy droids. Very timely, uh, contagious disease. That's true. uh, (laughs) I'll say um, because it is small and... Star Wars and weird. It, it kind of made me want to like read it to my kids or something. It, probably not mm-hmm. yet, but like you know when they get a little older and ready for some some scary stories, you know. Yeah, I think I'd probably give these a try. Um, you know, there's a bunch. I want a Legends Look there. Back read along episode where Rick reads Galaxy of Fear to his children. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, uh, what would be fun? All right, think about this: a Legends Look Back episode. Of all the legends books involving contagious diseases Ooh. and bioweapons, there's a good amount. Oh, we should yeah. do it like mid March next year to celebrate the two year anniversary of. Oh COVID. gosh, there we go. You've got a Rogue Squadron book, right? Yep. Like a, a series of those. Uh, yeah. What's that one called? The one that turns Red Harvest. Kratos. Uh, is it Kratos Kratos trap? The, 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 Kry- the Kratos virus. Kratos. Yeah. Tra- tra- yeah. Is it Kratos? I read that one. I think that's like the last one I read of that series. It's several aliens, Gamorians, Celestins, Ishitib, Rodians, <laughs> yeah, Bothans. Doesn't, um, and then doesn't Red Harvest and those those two horror books? Red Harvest, yep. yeah, yeah. That's Red Harvest turns Zon- Tauntauns into zombies. That's right, absolutely. 
And um, yeah, we're not making this up, Emily. There's a beautiful <laughs> image. We'll throw it in the in the Legends of Fact Discord channel of the zombie tauntauns from from yep. Red Harvest. It's a beautiful oh, image, that, honestly. You'll never terrible. sleep again. Hmm. You'll you'll probably not sleep again, but it's a beautiful sight of art artistic uh, endeavor. <laughs> it truly is absolutely all right. How about uh, choices of one? More or less excited to read it based off the excerpt. Hmm. I'm gonna go with more because you. Just the excerpt reminds me, I don't remember what happens in the book. Yeah. And there's an unabridged audio, so it's easy to just mm -hmm. turn it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think Choices of One, it, it's been a long time. And, and honestly, I forgot about it uh, for a while. Until every once in a while, we bring it up. And Choices of One, it's like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that book. I forgot <laughs> it existed. And uh, I think it's time to probably dig into this one again, at least the series. Yeah, Scuba Joe gives us another disease, the Rat Ghoul disease from Nightfield Republic. Definitely, mm. definitely. Don't want uh, Emily. More or less excited to read Choices of One? Is it on your list for 2022? Uh, I've got a lot of a lot of stuff on my list. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say it's at the top of it, but um, I mean it's almost three times longer than the last book. So, so you're more likely to get to the shorter one. Well, no, what I, what I meant by that is just that like, there is more opportunity for complexity. And I'm very curious why they would carve someone open. That doesn't seem like something Luke would normally do. Mm. So uh, if it is in fact an actual autopsy where they're trying to figure out what happened to someone or somebody's got something inside them, then yeah, I mean, that's pretty intriguing. Also, are they on a starship? Mm. How does Mara Jade fit into all this? Like, there's a lot right. of questions. Timothy's on. Yeah. Right. That's another big one. Yeah. I mean, he's a household name in the fandom. Is, is Timothy Zahn a household name? Go and ask I all of your so. neighbors. Have you ever heard of Timothy Zahn? In, in, in the, the fandom. fandom. Come, on, fandom. Now. Yeah, Come you, on now. I started asking the question before she finished her sentence, like a good podcast host. <laughs> Let me ask this question before we're done. And you wonder why Emma was <laughs> such a refreshing experience having only one other person to talk to. <laughs> Very excited about that episode this Wednesday. Let me ask this, though, before we're done. Is Luke Skywalker qualified to perform an autopsy just because he can wield a lightsaber? Hmm. Not with the dead Does he even thing? know where the organs are at? No. Hmm. I don't think so. That's not what lightsaber is for. Also, the Force works with living things. We not all know things. that lightsabers are for cutting bread to make into instant toast. Exactly. Does he, he still has both hands at this point, right? Uh, I don't know. I guess so. So, hey, there's he's... That's Both hands. A couple of really good reasons to perform an autopsy. Oh. As hands and a lightsaber. <laughs> I feel for like some reason, I the lightsaber, this is, like, lightsaber is definitely the wrong tool for an autopsy, you know? We should ask our it's doctor friends how uh, how accurate they feel a lightsaber would be on the surgery table. Can you imagine if they had like room. really tiny lightsabers for like they probably, surgeries? I'm sure that's what like the lasers are. Let's see why know? not. Like meow, 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 meow. LASIK Light is just lightsabers. Surgery. Yeah, and you're that's right. how we should explain surgery to our children. I like lightsab lightsabers versus pla plasma blades. Because mm. mm -hmm. you need a way to reflect that light. Back. Well, you know what? Let's let's spin another one. We're just going <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> no, 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 that's enough spinning for tonight. We've spun enough. Another one. Enough. Uh, free it bird. Has spun. <laughs> it has been spun. I'm calling it. That's been a good episode of Legends Look Back, or at least it's been an episode of Legends Look Back. Time for the holidays <laughs> you get that off the screen uh we do want to say we have no live shows for december 
3rd or the 30th, but we do have some fun stuff on the way. We've got some content coming out. We will keep you uh, posted in the Legends Look Back Discord channel as well as the Legends Look Back Twitter account. Uh, I do know this much. Secret Santa is going to be visiting some of our Legends uh, co-hosts here, so very excited about some things that I already know. It's getting a little Legendsy around here. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Legends. And yeah. I'm just, please cut that. Rick, from what kind show. of moment are you having with this book over here? I've never noticed that there's indentations in the letters of my Darth Plagueis copy that we didn't get to read or open, and I just love the way it feels through this like my uh, favorite canon book. Yeah. Like that's right. <laughs> the cover. Anyway, Rick, um, yeah. I actually getting ready to move went down a deep dive on whether or not I should put every single one of my hardcovers into a a plastic sleeve mm. to protect it. Mm -hmm. I almost bought like 500 sleeves mm. the day, and I didn't, but I still might. Do but it. I did like I did like the way yours was wrapped up. So uh, I didn't. I didn't wrap it. Buddy. I bought it that way. But thank you got to keep it in good shape well guys i've really enjoyed this it's been a lot of fun will we do it again probably not let's be honest <laughs> we'll do it differently we won't let rick pick really weird lame books i think that was fun don't you call a legends book lame you can call them weird but not lame <laughs> it, you can't call a contagious disease book lame i mean we figured out that whole plot of that book i think that we deserve a pat on the back blobs well, there's blobs, blobs. gotta look if the legends book here's here's the criteria does it have blobs if so Sassy Droid. Sassy Droid. Sassy Droid Blobs. Gotta have Blobs and Sassy Droids. <laughs> They're hard <laughs> to pronounce right. names. Yes. That's a lot of That's names, Rick. It's like the time in church when I read the name Hash Banana on accident. <laughs> <laughs> there was no recovering at that point. 13-year-old girl turned to his her mom and said, he just said Hash Banana. <laughs> I was like, sure did. Better pay attention. This stuff's important. It's like, <laughs> it's like when you get discipline wrong and it's like discipline. What's that word, you know, or something? Yeah. There's some crazy names in the Old Testament. That the name was it's in Nehemiah eight. Uh, it hash banana. <laughs> so I said hash banana. <laughs> That's right. Like, oh, yeah. it would be a good Star Wars character, wouldn't it? Like like a hut hash banana hash banana the hut hash banana scallywag hash banana scallywag. <laughs> That's going to be my, hey, uh, speaking my of which, playable character. Still accepting name nominations for Le Bebe. So. <laughs> there you go. Just got it. Hash Banana. <laughs> Hash Banana going on the list. That's the name Hash, of your baby. Hash Banana Scallywag. Hey, is that a, is that a Patreon perk yet? That really should be. the Name name the unborn child. I, I'm not a... Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not, but Haunt the Unborn Child is, for sure. Yes, that's fair. Yep. That was good. Blobstacle courses. Let's go. Well, definitely. Well, before we go down any more crazy hash banana obstacle <laughs> courses tonight, uh, do you want to give everybody a heads up for the January roundtable? We are going to continue the Darth Bane trilogy with Darth Bane rule of two as our January roundtable uh, coming up in 2022, if we ever get there, which I, I'm optimistic. Fairly, I'm like at least 50.1% sure that it's going to happen, that we're going to get there. I'm very excited to tell my wife on our 22-hour drive to Arkansas that we're going to be listening to a Sith Lord train his apprentice and there's no hero but there is a good guy named Valentine Farfalla but yeah <laughs> is it going to end up good for him we, uh, the, the book is named after its villain so it's not looking great for you Valentine but it's going to be great it's going to be great uh, guys what do you think is my wife going to like Darth Bane rule of two 
Is she gonna read it? I mean, it's not up to her. I mean, like the driver, uh, driver <laughs> plays the book. Driver chooses the music. Hmm. Yeah, isn't that your rule? Well, that's fair. Could uh, be quite the adventure. I'll tell you that. It's a good book, so <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's. If she's gonna like some, that'd probably be a good story. I don't know her her taste in uh, her in books. Darkness. Though, so. Yeah, it's a little dark, a <laughs> little dark. It has have great action though. That last <clears throat> last little bit's really good. I think the real question is, will she ever let me turn it on? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Is, I got a feeling we're gonna be listening to the One Tree Hill podcast for most. Of oh man, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a probably a, a dispute, you know, that arises. Then some headphones will be passed out. I don't know which which side of that, but she's someone... gonna be over there with the AirPods in the whole time ignoring yeah. me while I listen to my Star Wars book. Probably. That's, that's no, I'll have to scream at the top of my lungs. Hey, do you need to stop and go to the bathroom, or can we keep going? What? Yeah, What'd you but, say? Uh, hash to nine. <laughs> Uh, gonna be amazing well that does it for this week thanks for joining us on legends look back want to give a special thank you to our incredible patrons for your support we've got some fun stuff coming down the pipeline for you all we are glad that you're along for the ride want to give a special thank you to cheryl bell patrick ortiz carl sander okay indar and jg cars on the jedi high councils as well as elizabeth cloutier jason mitchell sally and chris eilerson Freddie C, whoever that is, uh, Earl Q, and Matt Billington on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. Remember, of course, to sub to the channel and leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice that will spread the love, the legends love, and help get the news out there about the show. And others might discover it. If you've enjoyed it, others might too. Want your thoughts right on the show? You can email us at legendslookbackutini.com. You can send us a message on the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can leave a comment on this episode on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter at Legends Look Back or Jared Q. Mays. If you want to contact Freddie, at Wake Up Freddie. Rick, at Rick underscore Grace. Or Emily, at Darth Daybeck. Those are their handles. If you're looking to buy some of these books and want to help support the show, you can check out your copy of Galaxy of Fear, Planet Plague, or the other one. What was it? Uh, <laughs> Choices of One by Timothy Zahn and much more notable books. Somehow I remember the other title. It's fine. You can go on over to utini.com, click the Amazon link in the profile, and you can pick up your own copy, have it shipped to your doorstep. Or, of course, you can get that digital edition. But do it, you know, don't do it the Freddy way. Do it the, the above board way. <laughs> what Freddy's got going on over there. They're just old ebooks, man. I've had them forever. Okay, there. Carry him on a USB. <laughs> he carry, carries him on a data pad that he downloaded from uh, from a holocron. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, very excited <laughs> to uh, to very excited to be able to check out some of these over Christmas break. Good, wonderful time for reading. Got a few weeks before my next grad class. Got some good Legends stuff coming up. Join us over in the Legends Books Discord channel on the Han Solo Trilogy Book Club with the Hut Gambit if you're interested. And of course, keep the Eugenie fan code and be a force of positivity in the fandom. This is a Utini Broadcast. <laughs>